0: the only thing better than Cinco de Mayo is getting your winners from the boys at Daily Dingers on Cinco de Mayo we're (laughs) back after a nice day yesterday and we're going to bring you some more winners today so that the margaritas are on us tonight I'm Steve Armato alongside Jack Perotti Jack how are you doing on this lovely morning
1: doing well. I'm kind of sad that I can't really celebrate Cinco de Mayo day cuz right after work I got to drive 6 hours to Columbus, Ohio for my sister's graduation. But that'll be fun. So we we'll, I'm sure I'll celebrate a little too much to make up for just tonight. So
0: I, I was going to say you're heading like to a college campus. Um you're probably going to yeah, be doing we got, a lot of celebrating all weekend.
1: We got one of those we got one of those booze bikes for Thursday night. So that'll be you know like those pedaling things.
0: So all right, time out. The, now that we're on the topic, I'm <laughs> I Those things perplex me because it feels like a workout while drinking. So,
1: like, what I've never done them, I've never done them. So, I'm really hoping I don't actually have to bike and it's just kind of like a facade where, like, I can be like, Oh, I have to move my leg, like, and now I'm just going to be drinking like. Way more than I should for a twenty-four-year-old at college campus.
0: Yeah, it, it, see, I, that's what I, I would be into it because, like, it, does it go around town? Is it like a tour? Like, what is the? What is, I think
1: is so. It? I mean, it's like Columbus, Ohio is like a actual city, so I'm sure they'll go actually like around it and see some cool stuff.
0: All right, so that—that that sounds good. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. I just can't get—I don't want to feel like I'm working out while I'm trying to get hammered, you know. So I—I I guess I guess yeah, if it's could, one of those could offset
1: things. offset some of the beer calories or something like that. I don't know
0: maybe and then like that that opens you up for more drinking later in the day i i guess
1: bingo, bingo. all right bingo. <laughs> Jack,
0: this guy jack's got it figured figured out he's I'll,
1: he, I'll give a full review on on uh, tuesday <laughs> yeah we need we
0: need we're going to need that so well, now that we're on uh today so cinco de mayo may 5th what uh what are you looking at for your best bet of the day
1: yeah i'm actually fading fading my boys i got the rockies money line at minus 105 today Ooh. they're the same uh same odds. Giants are 105, Rockies are 105. But I particularly like the Rockies because John Gray uh he dominates at home, like you were saying before, he's got an ERA below two at course field, which is perplexing at the very least. Correct. Uh, he, also, he also dominates the Giants lineup, except for Brandon Belt, who for some he's an absolute animal at course field. I don't get it, but everyone else on the Giants can't really hit John Gray. Buster Posey, he's like a legit maybe MVP candidate this year. He keeps us up. He's three for 14. Dickerson's three for 11. Slater, two for five. Longoria, one for nine. Duggar, one for seven. Like, the just the list goes on. And then when you look at the other side, the Rockies mash Logan Webb, who's been all right this year, but at the same time, in course field against a lineup that hits him well. That doesn't bode well for me. I mean, Garrett Hampson's four for eight. Blackman, three for eight. Trevor Story, four for 10. McMahon, four for seven. T- Tapia, five for eight. Like all these dudes just mash him. I I think the Rockies low key demolished the Giants today. I think they went by like three or four. Um, I, I would take the alternate, maybe take an alternate spread, and like sprinkle that too if you can get minus one and a half for the Rockies. But uh, yeah, that is, that is what I am doing today. So how does it feel like fading
0: your favorite team?
1: It's one of the – it's like a happiness hedge. Like, have you heard of that? It's like you – so what you do is you basically – you bet against – like, obviously, I want the Giants to win, so I bet against the Giants. If the Giants win, I'm happy. If the Giants lose, I bet hits. So I did that – I'm a that, huge proponent of the happiness hedge. Dude, I did that
0: like two weeks ago, okay, so with the Mets. So what was going on was DeGrom was pitching – and once again, scoreless game through five. And it was against the nationals. And at the start of the fifth inning, I live bet the Nats were like plus two eighty. And I was like, <laughs> you know what?
1: I was like, this I was like, those DeGrom days where he doesn't get any help. <laughs>
0: right. I was like, I was like, he's gonna have to do this himself, or the Nationals are gonna win the game. And this is nice juice. So as soon as I put as soon as I put the money on the nationals, the Grom comes up with the bases loaded, gets a hit. The Mets end up scoring like four runs. They win the game five nothing oh, four or four nothing. <laughs> and then I just think to myself, I'm like, is a World Series worth losing all of my money? Because it seems like if I just bet against the Mets every game,
1: they'll win every game. I think it might be
0: no, I don't know i think the World Series doesn't pay the bills, dude.
1: It doesn't pay the bills, but it gives you it gives you happiness. You can it does, pay for I, your happiness at that point.
0: I guess you just gotta weigh the the options. To me, at the current moment, not worth it. <laughs> Maybe a couple years down the line. We'll we'll see. But uh I like that. I like the name of that though. I never heard that. The happiness hedge. That's good. Oh that's yeah. Good. One
1: one of my buddies here, he's, he's a huge happiness hedge guy. I love he does that. it literally like he bets against the he's a huge Browns fan, bets against them every single game.
0: I mean, that's like, probably every been, time that's probably been profitable over the last few years,
1: though. Besides last year, he's Besides probably made a year. lot of money off that, honestly. But very, yeah.
0: very true. So I, I'm going to get into my best bet. Um, the, that, this is the pinnacle of bad baseball. So I'm doing the Orioles plus 106 against the Mariners. Um, so John Means going for the for the Orioles today. Guy has been a stud this year. He's got a 1.70 ERA. He faces Yusei Kikuchi um, for the Mariners, who's coming off pretty much the best start of his career. He shut down the Astros for seven innings last week. Um, here's the thing. The Orioles are significantly better against lefties than they are against righties. Against lefties, they're hitting 271 with a 733 OPS when you compare that against righties where they're 206 with a 623 OPS. The Mariners offense actually as a team is awful against lefties or righties. I, their offense isn't really great at all. I think this is just the perfect recipe. Get some plus money. The Orioles are going to win this game. With their ace on the bump and against a team that really doesn't hit that well. Let's do it all afternoon today. Orioles plus one oh six.
1: Bang. You know I like a nice Orioles money line. I know.
0: I'm gonna again, I'm probably gonna be the only person watching this game. This is a 340 start. Thank thank the Lord. Yeah, just Um,
1: a middle of the day Orioles Mariners game. You're gonna be like one of maybe six people in the entire country watching that.
0: Including those at the game probably. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. But that so that I mean I'm doing basically doing double underdog because now we're going to get into our underdogs. Who do you who do you like today?
1: Yeah, just like, you know, we kind of like betting the Orioles for some reason on on the money lines when they're underdogs. I don't know what it is. I like betting the Tigers when they're <laughs> hey, when they're underdog money lines. Dude,
0: I'm sorry to cut you off before we even before you get into that. I love like the Tigers. We Rangers hit again last night.
1: I know. I know. Your Rangers, that's like your, that's your Tigers. Yeah, exactly. Rangers are your Tigers, (laughs) right? So, so you're going Tigers. Tigers are juicy. The Rangers are like, yeah, the Rangers are like a lot better team than the Tigers if we're being honest. But they're not. It's debatable. They both stink. But they do. Yeah, the Tigers are juicy. They're plus one sixty four. Um, I mean, everyone that listens, like Steve, you know, I'm just a huge matchup guy in general. The Red Sox have never faced Casey Mize. Casey Mize, when he's on looks like he could he has the potential to be a legit ace in the MLB. He wasn't he the number he's got one pick. Stuff. Yeah. He was he's he's got the stuff. He's got the pure talent and everything. And I think for a lineup that's never faced him before, I like that even though it is the Red Sox lineup that absolutely bashes um, but when then also on the other side of things you look what the Tigers do against Martin Perez. Miguel Cabrera is 4-for-8 with a couple doubles. Robbie Grossman is 4-for-16 with a double and a home run. Scope is 4-for-12 with a double and a home run. Wilson Ramos is 3-for-8. three for, three for eight. Victor Reyes is 6-for-4. Uh, Will Castro is 2-for-4. Like These guys just hit Martin Perez every single time that they have faced him. I'm not going to stay away from my strategy of looking at matchups and everything. Every, that's worked pretty well for me, looking at underdogs. So, yeah, give me that.
0: And I dude, and what I like about that is that the Tigers have lost six in a row. So they're gonna they're win a, They're due for a win. And also Martin, Martin Perez, he he pitched well his last time out against the Rangers, but let's be honest, he stinks.
1: He's not good. No, no pitcher on that Red Sox staff is good. And Martin Perez ain't one of them. Like he or he ain't one of the good ones. Like he's just not, yeah.
0: Yeah, they need Chris Sale back more than pretty much anybody.
1: These guys, they just cannot stay at that pace that they're at. I don't know how those pitchers are pitching well right now. They are not that good. All
0: right. I'm I'm with you on that. I like the Tigers. That is that's ju that's juicy. That's that's a juicy pick.
1: Um, it's not in, as juicy as it should be for an eighteen and twelve team against an eight and twenty-two team though on the road. Like
0: <laughs> that's a very good point. I think I I think that they're also the book's probably taking into account that the Tigers have lost six in a row. So I mean, they're no, gonna have to—they're gonna have to win one by accident,
1: and that I might mean, be. To, the that the might books be don't. The books don't want you betting Tigers money line. They don't want that.
0: No, not at all, not at all. You know what the books also don't want you betting? They don't want you betting Astros money line tonight against the Yankees, which is what I'm doing, uh, plus one twenty four. And yes, I know the fans are still gonna be rowdy at Yankee Stadium. I know that the Yankees pounded the Astros last night, but Dude, also,
1: sorry, those. Those fans at Yankee yesterday were unbelievable. I love that was so crazy.
0: Oh yeah, it was nuts. I love the. S- someone had a picture. It was actually really good. It was like, uh, it was it was like a a uh, playoff Oscar the Grouch. So it was it was um, Altuve in a garbage pail, like just with his head. I saw, yeah,
1: like, I saw it was, that. that was awesome. It's
0: like unbelievable, unbelievable job by the Yankee fans.
1: Dude, also, like. Was- for, for like, such low capacity that they had, that was the first time since, like, COVID that I've, like, heard of baseball stadium be absolutely loud as hell. So yeah, they, like they're going bonkers. Crazy. Remember,
0: they didn't get to do any of that last year.
1: No, they're, they're very much making up for lost time. Like, other stadiums have been doing some stuff, but nothing was like Yankee Stadium yet.
0: Right, because the Yankees feel robbed from the ALCS. I, I get it. And like last night, also the thing is like last night too, like the Yankees faced Grenky. and Grenky had like a five and a half ERA for his career against the Yankees. And like, he's, he's also afraid of clouds. Like, what do you think he's going to do in like a 10% filled Yankee stadium? Like, come on. Guys. Like, so anyway, tonight though, completely different story. Um, tonight, the Yankees are facing Luis Garcia, who they have never Never faced before. Nobody in the lineup has faced him. And historically, when the Yankees face somebody that they've never seen, they really they don't touch him because they don't really know what he's got. They I don't know what I don't know what it is, but every time the Yankees face somebody that they've never seen, they just can't hit him. And then on top of that, they have Jordan Montgomery going, who he's been sneaky good. However, his two best starts came against the Orioles. The Orioles lineup is not the Astros lineup. The Astros lineup is much better. I think the Astros show what they're made of tonight. They they come back. They win. They win the game. Sets us up for an awesome rubber game tomorrow. I'll take the plus one twenty four.
1: Yeah, Jordan Montgomery is one of those pitches. he hasn't really been getting it done consistently. I feel like in general, I, as a baseball fan too, I really want the Astros to win so we have like just insane rubber matches to see tomorrow.
0: I know it's gonna. I and it's a day game too. That's gonna be crazy, Yo, dude. Here's the thing: like I don't. I'm a Mets fan. I don't hate the Yankees. Yankee fans are nuts, though.
1: Like, they they're are lo- psychos.
0: They are lunatics. Like a lot of them.
1: A lot of them. I mean, they're they're the angry freaking Italian guys that own a sub shop in the Bronx that are just like Yankees of their life.
0: That's that's also very very true. I mean, I can't argue. I love, I, I love I that about
1: Yankees fans. They're they're ballistic. Like I don't. Like as much hate as Yankee the Yankees fans get because like all oh, twenty seven rings, like screw you. Like they I don't think there's really any fan base that are more passionate about their team, like maybe the Cardinals or the the Cubs, maybe. But like
0: No, I agree with that. I just don't want you know, I just I, I'm not into like don't don't tell me you're a real Yankee fan and then you wear an authentic Yankee jersey with the name on the back. Like that's just that's what gets me upset because it's not authentic. They don't wear names on the back. Let's no. Let's let's get let's get real here. So let's <laughs> I'm going to get so much hate for that one. I cannot wait. So let's move. So let's move into our daily dinger. Who you got doing yard work today?
1: Yeah, like I was saying earlier, Brandon Belt absolutely demolishes at Coors Field. He also absolutely demolishes John Gray. His stats against him are are ridiculous. I mean, here, let me pull him up. Uh, He's 12 for 16 with two homers, five doubles. Yesterday in the, du- the doubleheader against the Rockies, too, he had a home run in each game. The guy's hot. He's seen freaking beach balls out there. I I don't see any reason that plus 370 that I'm not going to hit that.
0: That plus 370 is nice. Also, yeah. also if we're let's, the sabermetrics people, when he is a free agent, if I'm his agent, I'm setting up all the adjust for the park stats and going to the Rockies and be like, pay me, because I'll hit 800 home runs in Coors Field. <laughs> Literally <laughs> like that, like for real. But uh, so what I'm gonna do is my daily dinger. I'm gonna go with Nick Castellanos against Dallas Keichel early game. Um, he's plus 340. For his career against Keichel, he's only five for 12 with the home run, but this game is in Cincinnati and Castellanos has absolutely mashed in Cincy this year. So he's hitting 379. With eight home runs, 17 RBIs, and a 12.72 OPS, so eight of his nine home runs have come at home, and six of his nine home runs have come during the day. This is a day game. Let's eat. Plus 340. Give me Nick Castellanos today.
1: We eating, baby. We eating. We, we are
0: eating. That's that's a that's a juicy one. I don't know why he's he should be he should be lower than plus 340. So I'm I'm taking that
1: for for sure. Yeah, I I like these guys. They're kind of juicier, but they feel like they should be like plus 220.
0: I agree. I agree. I like it. So now let's move on. Nerfy candidates. I, again, I stink. Jack, what do you got for Nerfies?
1: (laughs) Dodgers, Cubbies. Dodgers, Cubbies. Plus 100? Uh, Yeah, plus 100. That's crazy. I mean, Walker Bueller's on the mound. I live in Chicago. It's going to be a high of 50 today. It's going to be windy. Whenever you see it clear outside, I'm looking outside right now, is clear sky, but it's 50 degrees. It's going to be windy as all hell. It's going to be windy tonight. It's going to be cold there. Walker Buehler is going to be able to – he's going to do just fine. He's Walker Buehler. Albert Azalea, Albert he has a confusing and hard name to say. Azalea, that's his name. Anyway, he's a really that's young – okay. Just use your word. You're good. He's a very young, good pitching prospect for the Cubs. He's been really nice as of late. He had a bad start or two to start the year, and that's why his year is a little inflated to the high fours. But I like him. I like him to be able to uh, get the Dodgers out tonight. Cubs going for the sweep today, by the way. Like, low-key. Not bad,
0: low key. Not bad. not bad. I I don't know if I could if I could juice him up the way that we did yesterday.
1: But I mean, dude, when Kenny said that pick, even after you explained it, I just I was not. I was like not believe. It. I was like, dude, the Cubs are not winning a game against the Dodgers. Not a chance, especially one with Kershaw. But I still took it. And I was yeah, like, I oh, laid I that laid
0: that the juice and I laid the plus that, one and a half.
1: That is why Kenny does this for a living, and we just we we can't quit our jobs to do that. We just Correct.
0: can't. Correct. That's why we're I,
1: good. We're good. We're above 500 baseball gambling, but we are not 70% like Kenny is
0: correct. That's why. But that's why we're on this podcast and Kenny's at the sports book right now. eating uh, he's, like a he's bone and actually, he's yeah, asleep. who we, who we kidding. He's that he's usually not up to like <laughs> noon. So, yeah. but before we get out of here, anything else you're looking at today?
1: yeah the line's not out for it yet but Shane Bieber over strikeouts today um it's I think all year they've kind of sat him around 9.5 from what I've seen and he just, he doesn't like absolutely dominate this Royals lineup like they'll get hits off of him but he strikes them out at a really high clip like guys are striking out 26 35 50 25 50 another guy's 50 percent of the time on him so um yeah I just think he racks up a lot of strikeouts I don't know if I don't know if this is necessarily a Indians win today, um, but I, I think he does strike out a ton of guys in his start.
0: Yeah, I mean he tends
1: to do that where he'll give up like a run or two, but like strike out like thirteen.
0: I mean, even he struck out eleven and gave up three runs in his last start.
1: Yeah, in his first start this year, I think he gave up three or four to the Tigers, who struck out fourteen.
0: Yeah, he does. He does that. He still he still misses a lot of bats, even when he gives up runs. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna stay in the same vein, kind of. I'm gonna do um, Freddie Peralta. For the Brewers over strikeouts, that line is not out yet. Um, the Phillies have the Phillies are in the top ten in strikeout rate this year. Peralta is in the top four in strikeout rate. He strikes out 402 percent of hitters that he faces. Number's not out yet. It's usually around like six and a half because he doesn't go deep into games, but he can strike out eight in four or five innings, and you're good.
1: All right, but I kind of kind of want to parlay those two.
0: That that would actually be a nice a nice parlay, pretty juiced up too. Yeah, probably plus 250 or something like that. Yeah. All right. So there you go. Those are our picks for uh, May 5th. Don't forget to go to thegameday.com and check out everything that our affiliates have to offer with some sign-up bonuses on PointsBet, DraftKings, and a few others. Um, Don't forget to subscribe to Daily Dingers on Apple and Spotify and wherever else that you get your podcasts. Those are your best bets for Wednesday, May 5th. For Jack Perotti, I'm Steve Armato. We will see you tomorrow.